You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to Tencent Beer Life. Hey, welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle, as always, with my guys, Brian and Dave. What's up, fellas? I'm your co-host, Brian. (laughs) You know, it gets boring doing it the same, you know, I need to change it up (laughs) once in a while, you know? So you want to talk to the listeners like they're three years old? (laughs) I don't know. I just said it weird. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. I'm (laughs) sorry. We've had babies at the house recently, and, and they all love this character person named Miss Rachel. And that's what Sarah keeps going. Do you see how she, she slowly like enunciates and mouths the words so that they can learn them easier? I'm like, cool. Awesome. I fucking love Miss Rachel. Who's Miss Rachel? A very, she's a YouTube personality that has like advanced degrees in child development and stuff like that. And she just makes, you know, she, like shit like that is what's replacing like what we used to watch, the Barneys and the Sesame Streets of the world. I mean, those still exist, but Miss Rachel's popular as fuck. All my friends' kids love Miss Rachel. It's like other stuff made for kids will be on, and they'll be like not giving a fuck, and then you put Miss Rachel on, and these kids, they just get entranced by it. They're mesmerized. It's amazing. And it's just a lady? It's a lady singing little songs and talking about baby stuff. Hmm. I mean, your baby can read, so... It checks out. My baby that I don't have can read? No, there was a, you know, like there was a hooked on phonics for babies, but it was called Your Baby Can Read. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. It was like a huge, huge racket. <laughs> huge racket. No, dude, it was, it, it looked legit. I mean, it maybe it was the same, maybe it was Fushigi. Maybe it was, you know, Smoke and Mirrors, if you remember the Fushigi. Um, I don't. The Fushigi, I thought you were trying to say Fugazi and failing terribly. No, no, no. Fushigi was... <laughs> I, f- I failed terribly by falling for the fucking ruse of the Fushigi. It was, all it was was contact juggling. It, it was a steel ball encased in acrylic. And they had a commercial with the motherfucker levitating it with his fingers and shit and doing all kinds of wild things. And people flocked to that website, myself included, and then the website was a trap because it made you buy all kinds of extra shit if you weren't paying attention and unchecking all the boxes. So you're you're trying to buy a, you know, I don't even remember how much it was, uh, $60 Fushigi, whatever, because of this commercial. And you end up with a $300 bill because you didn't, like, uncheck all the boxes. Dude, it was fucking wild. And then you get it, and it's just a fucking ball. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a lot yeah, to yeah. unpack here. But anyway, well, your your so, baby can read. It was a whole ass thing. So back to the the fushigi. <laughs> <laughs> you were under the impression that this ball could levitate, correct? Well, no. I mean, you it, you didn't question that any further. This thing no, can no. levitate. Gravity does not apply to this. Well, no. It just. I mean, you know, obviously, the dude that they got is a professional who'd put 
you know, probably thousands of hours into making it look the way it looked, you know, and it, I, you know, I bought the dream, dude, the, the dream that they sold in the infomercial. I fucking bought it. So best I, case scenario, <laughs> best case scenario, the dream is lived out. What does yeah, this look like? Are you just a big fat guy in a park and a heavy metal shirt <laughs> with a ball fucking levitating? I, I'm, I'm in a... I'm in a metro park in front of the river. <laughs> just with this ball like this? By yourself, just waiting for people to approach you? I can't believe you've never seen Fushigi. The only thing that made me remember it... The only thing that made me remember it was that I just saw a meme about how many people got took by this the motherfucker in the video. Um, Bunch of idiots. Well, dude, I'm gonna get so much pussy from this I'm gonna swim in pussy. Get a fucking dog. You'll do a lot better with a cute dog. Um, <laughs> and a levitating ball. Women aren't just approaching magicians. You you guys are the one talking about chicks. I'm just saying in general, like, well, if it's not about chicks, then I'm even more confused. What like, did you want it for? You had to see the commercial, dude. The commercial, <laughs> the commercial looks so dope that you're like, I can get this, but then they don't tell you um, that it doesn't levitate, <laughs> or that you pay three hundred dollars for it. Well, they definitely don't tell you. I mean, they was like. That was like a legal scam. Look, they got someone photoshopped Steve Buscemi's face on it. Uh, uh, hold on. That is not visible. <laughs> Send it to the group chat. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> but listen, people know Fushigi, dude. There's tons of people that got got by Fushigi, for sure. Um, but just, just kind of circle back. What was your end game with the Fushigi? What did you, what was your wildest dream of, of what would happen with the Fushigi? If this if this all did work out for you. Listen, nobody you know better than anybody that I I don't think that far into things. I'm not sitting around putting hours of contemplation into do I buy this or I do do I buy that? Well, actually I do with the, with the larger purchases, yeah. But Something like that. It was just, oh my god, I want that. For, you know. So there was no like image that popped up in your head of you living this best life with a fushigi and and what that would entail. Because no. I I was really assuming that this was a, a ruse that women would approach you and it would be a good conversation starter. So if that's out the window, then I am further confused. No, this is before I was trying to monetize everything I do. Um, <laughs> it was it's just the, love of the game. The love end game, the, game. The, the end game was like I can you know levitate this fucking ball like in this commercial. That was you know I'll figure the rest out later. <laughs> you know as it is, as it always is with all my purchases. Well, I think that your dream that you 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 haven't really acknowledged is you just want to be a wizard. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're always you're hitting pipes. You're doing spells. You got a big beard. Yeah, dude. Um, I would have made you wear a dope large wizard. robes at times. I mean, I would have been a dope wizard. Yes, I think that. Yeah, you you being a wizard is really the end game here. I mean, you yeah. still could be a wizard. I'm I not mean, gonna I suppose. I'm not gonna fucking stop your dreams, like Brian. Dude, do you still have it? The Fushigi. Uh, yes, it's in it's in a tote around here somewhere. I, I I'm pretty sure I still have it. Yeah, fucking you got to bring that it. to the live recording. Yeah, fucking learn it, dude. Let's learn it. <laughs> bring that to the live recording. Let's Fushigi. 
<laughs> I'm gonna have to try to dig it out. Damn, you, you know what's gonna happen is instead because I'm so fucking lazy. Instead of digging through all those boxes or whatever to try to figure out where I saw it last, I probably just end up buying another one. <laughs> I, oh my god, that would be amazing if you bought a second machine. Can yeah, you get dude. one on Facebook Marketplace? Fuck, I probably you could probably get one on eBay or uh, Mercari. Spell it. How long ago was this? This was 12, uh, 12 or 13 years ago. F U G A Z I? Oh, no. F U S I G I. I don't know. Fushigi Ball commercial. First of all, you didn't even, you did not spell it right. F U S H I G I. Oh, it's as seen on TV product, Dave? Come on, dude. <laughs> we told you. That's well, it was it wasn't as seen on TV when it came out. Bro. It was it was on TV. You know, <laughs> I mean? there wasn't a as Okay, seen on I'm TV watching a commercial a for it right brand. now. It's a bunch of fucking nerds in a black shirt that says Fushigi. <laughs> and they're holding a ball. And this does not look super cool. <laughs> I can't believe you bought this on face off of this. Look at these fucking assholes. <laughs> Look at these nerds. Hold it up. Hold it up to the speaker, Brian. You can kind of hear it. No, you got to see it, man. They show the different kinds of tricks. It's just a ball. It, it um, really is just a ball, dude. That's the. It's at the end of the day, Fushigi is just a ball. Never forget. Did you find it, Kyle? Um, I'm trying I'm to looking... paste. It. You've been texted a link. Okay. Yeah, I trying, no, I was looking at the uh, the Amazon reviews for it. <laughs> you see, I don't necessarily get taken by products like this. Food, food, and and like, uh, like a good food or drink commercial, fucking gets me hook, line, and sinker. Like, do you remember when Vault Soda came out? It's about two thousand five, two thousand six. Is that they a Mountain Dew? It, they called it an energy soda. It was made by Coke, and it was like a, a citrusy Mountain Dewy kind of drink that's supposed to have a little more caffeine. But it was a, it was a fun ad campaign. Um, I remember like the, it was you know about getting the things done that you wanted to, but they would take it to absurd levels. Like, you know, this kid, he's, his son is like a baby, like trying to throw a football. It's like, if you want your son to throw 60 yards, give him 60 yards. And it's like the guys on like a, a ride on mower crashing through neighbor's fences and like making a football field in the back. But like those that. commercials hit well before it came to the Cleveland market. And I remember driving for miles trying to find it like anywhere. I'm a sucker for that kind of shit. Or like Sonic. Sonic commercials started here like a year before they came here. And so when the first one came, I drove like 65 miles. And it was Ugh. very disappointing. Oh, it's Dude. so bad. I don't even know how they're still open. I went to one in the past six months. Like, I'll give this a go again. It fucking sucks, dude. No. So back when Sonic was, you know, fucking Atlanta was pumping those commercials up here for Sonic all the time. Uh -huh. the, close, the closest one was 65 miles away. I took the girl that she she wanted to eat Sonic so bad. The girl I was dating, I took, like, basically, I, I rented a hotel 
in the town that has a Sonic. <laughs> and we went we went to Sonic for the anniversary and that was it. Like, you know, just chilled in the hotel room the whole rest of the time. <laughs> you got a hotel room for Sonic? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I understand it was for a woman, but that that is the fattest thing I've ever heard. Um, hang hang around, man. I got I got. I was just thinking about how angry I am at Mountain Dew because they've got all these purple Mountain Dews, but none of them are grape. Like they're fucking with me. I got a bit I'm working on about it. Um, I think a grape Mountain Dew would be delicious. Yeah, no shit, man. But every purple Mountain Dew that they come out with is some bullshit. Berries, hard citrus, whatever the fuck hard citrus is. Um, it, they're pissing me off. I'm going to play this commercial real quick. <laughs> this, is what, this is what got Dave for 300 bucks. It's sweeping the nation. It's Look at these dorks. Hi, I'm Tim Goey, and this is Busigi. We're going to show you how to unlock the secrets of Busigi. The magic gravity ball. God, even at the $60 price tag. I don't remember how much it was. Oh, they're going to tell us 10 times, I'm sure. With maneuvers like the prayer cross, the enigma. Levitation and so many more. They got games for all the moves. This is an alien yo yo. Is what it is. <laughs> it's just a ball. These are 13. You don't have to be a magician. It's relaxing, even therapeutic. This the ball, it's just amazing. Do you watch any of the DVDs? I don't think so. Yeah, but then they they had uh, all kinds of shit, the extra shit that would run the tag up, and it was like you had to scroll and scroll and scroll to unclick, you know. So if you weren't paying attention, you just ran it, and then you have to go through a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, that came out in 2010. So uh, and it got you good. It got me, dude. Magical floating gravity ball. I'm like, dude. oh, this thing's gonna be dope, and it's just a fucking ball. <laughs> you. <laughs> it was just like 13 year olds, and then like a 27 year old guy with a ponytail, like in the commercial, <laughs> and then like he was what? the 27 year old guy with a ponytail. <laughs> 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 You know, I know how to do uh, devil sticks and shit from from when I was a kid. You know, so I'm into that that type of thing. I mean, technically, it's I didn't realize it was just contact juggling. You know what I mean? If I'd like known that that was like the thing, 
I don't know, man. What does contact <laughs> juggling mean? That's that's what they're doing. You know, when he was like telling you all those different moves that you could do with it, that's it's called contact juggling, where you're just using the contact with the object and making it look like you're juggling it, but really, you know, it's just I mean, a fucking ball. It was touching their hands the entire time. Contact. It did not. It didn't even look like it was levitating. Yeah, I don't know. They got you, dude. <laughs> you know what? It, you know what it was like. Uh, it made me. It reminded me of like David Bowie in the Labyrinth, <laughs> where he's got those fushigis that he throws out all over the more place wizard shit. shit. More, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he was a goblin. He was a goblin king. I, I'll have you know. I I've never actually seen Labyrinth. Oh, dude, it's it's dope. I don't know if it holds up today. I mean, I guess it does, but it's it's a you know it's a Muppet movie basically. That's there's I do uh, love Muppets. Jim Jim Henson esque. Jack loves Fraggle Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I, I I said that it might not hold up. No, the Labyrinth holds up. Now that I'm thinking about it. I saw it when I was a kid, and I was like, this is fucking stupid. Because like, <laughs> I thought it was a Muppet movie, but I got Kyle I hates it. wizards. Yeah. Uh, my mom wanted to watch it because you could see David Bowie's junk through his jumpsuit. Oh. Uh, nice. So your mom made you watch it <laughs> yeah. as a kid so she could stare at David Bowie's yeah. penis? Nah, David, dude, sit the, out. <laughs> the, dude, the, the labyrinth is uh, Jennifer Conley's... Uh, uh, you know, a teenager, and she hates her baby stepbrother, and uh, she says the magic words, and David Bowie, the Goblin King, comes and steals her baby. If she doesn't solve the labyrinth by midnight, your baby brother is mine. Yeah. You know? Okay. And there, it, it's like a musical and shit. He's singing songs. I'm... You remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with the power. What power? Power of voodoo. Who do you do? Do what? Remind me of the babe. All right. <laughs> Not sure how to feel about it. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll give it a whirl. I get bored. You know. You know what you should do is eat some extracurriculars and take a look at it and play Fugio balls. <laughs> <laughs> there was a product I remembered when I was a kid. I wanted. It looked like it probably wasn't even a kid. It was probably about the same time it came out. It looked like a Bluetooth thing you put in your ear but you could hear all the way down the street i i remember seeing ads for those like as seen on tv things um i wonder how well that actually worked probably not super great i don't know man because there's there's other noises closer to you so even if that it did work like that i'm sure it would just be deafening you with the sound of of cars driving by and shit like that yeah just uh, uh. yeah yeah. What are the neighbors saying about me? That's the commercial. It was like an old lady being like, I really like the new neighbors. And he's got the piece on, like, yes. <laughs> I do remember that. You can pick all that shit up at like Discount Drug Mart now, by the way. Discount Drug Mart has everything. They save you the runaround. It really yeah. does. I, I had not gone to a Discount Drug Mart for probably 15 years until I was living in North huh. Homestead. There's one down the street, and I was blown away by the, the the amount of different shit that you could get. You can get like walkers and like a they had a recliner there for old people. 
was wild. There's the That's... sheer volume of different shit. Oh, do you need model paint for a model airplane or car? <laughs> you know, you need a, a fucking bike tire repair kit. You know, they've got it, dude. All of it. We got everything. Does the one in North Olmsted have a grocery? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I've went there on Christmas and bought, like, multiple prime ribs because, like, they take them off special on Christmas and just stack prime them, Prime ribs? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll be telling people about this, but Drug Mart's got, the, got good prime rib, and it's affordable. And, uh, yeah, if you go on Christmas, like, you have to just sell your soul, but they're open. So if somebody forgets something, you can run over there, get it. And Okay, thanks, Allison, chiming in. Not all of them have it. Fuck, fuck me up every week. She just yells out from the back. Allison from the booth. <laughs> There's a... There's one in Slavic Village, uh, a drug mart. It's on Lansing. And if you go into there, it's like grocery shopping in the 1970s. It was uh, like, there's like just dust on the canned goods. It's just an awful drug mart. But all the other ones are pretty nice. There are some that I've driven past. Like the one on like Puritus. Um, Puritus in Rocky River. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I've driven by that and went, no, that that is probably the the worst of all of the the discount drug marts. Slavic Village, I'm telling you, it's I've been in the Puritist one. Not as bad. It feels no? like you're shopping in this 80s though at the Puritist one. I kind of like that though. It is nice. I like that feel. I miss the ones that had the video rentals. I was gonna say you could still rent Sega games there. I want that. Up until. A few years ago, you could rent videos at the one in Independence. DVD okay. rentals. I bought. I, I the like first time I stepped in in fifteen years. I go in there and they have a rack of five for five dollar Blu-rays. I got some bangers. I got like Grand Torino and American Hustle and Super Troopers too. Nice. So it was a good fucking mix. Buck each. Sarah's like, you don't watch Blu-rays. I'm gonna fucking do now. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't understand buying a Blu-ray. Everything's online. Not everything. Definitely not everything. There's there's been certain times where I've definitely wanted to watch a movie, and it was nowhere but you know a four dollar rental. And if it's a dollar Blu-ray, why not? Yeah, that's that's a good point. And there's even some movies that are nowhere to be found. Like I tried to watch Surf Ninjas. You can't find Surf Ninjas <laughs> anywhere. It does not. It does not exist. It's not streaming anywhere. It's not even on. You can't even rent it on Prime. Surf Ninjas is yeah. I want some fucking Surf Ninjas. There's Surf Ninjas, and then there was Three Ninjas. They're two different movies, right? They're very different movies. There yeah. was a lot of ninjas going on back then. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Surf Ninjas had my boy Rob Schneider, as well as uh, Ernie Reyes from um, T- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two, the Filipino kid that fights with them, the pizza oh, boy. He's a badass dude. Yeah, he he's like the main character in that movie. Yeah, I remember. And now. Leslie Nielsen's in it. It's a and good then movie. Three Ninjas, the one with like the fat kid named Tum Tum, right? The three brothers. He's not really that fat. As a kid, you like they just they made this poor regular sized child to be the <laughs> fat kid. But like I in that movie, I tried to go back, and I am filled with '90s nostalgia to the fucking brim. And that one, I couldn't even get through. And I loved it as a kid. I, I it was like my favorite movie. I was obsessed with it. My dad hated it because I was always trying to hit him with swords and shit. And <laughs> I went back and tried to watch it. It's terrible. 
Don't they like booby trap like the house or something? It was like, isn't there some bad guys that come to the house and they like <laughs> fight them off and shit? Is that what happens? First we feast, then we felony. That's what the, <laughs> the best line. That's the one that holds up the best from that. Yeah, and then they give them uh, fucking laxatives in their drink, and like they hang the one guy with a noose. Like it's yeah, it's it okay. a little dark. But yes, they they do that. They the guys try and break in with their babysitter, and they uh, act like they're the pizza guys. Pretty good movie, if I remember. But I haven't watched it in years. I tried to give it a, a shot on a sick day, and it did not hold up. What what 90s movie could you watch today over and over and over again? Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber? Dumb and Dumber holds up so hard. It's so good. You're right. It's amazing. Uh, what about Beverly Hills Ninja? Great movie as well. Hilarious. All all the Chris Farley movies, there's no drop-off. Those are still hilarious. Black Sheep was so good, too. You gotta fight for your right. I have a dream. He's all fucked up on stage. It's good. Dude, it's so good. I really wish that we we got to see uh, Chris Farley's Shrek. Right. Do you know that, Kyle? Yeah, 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 yeah. They had like most of it done too. Like I, they, I wish they would release some of it. Oh man, that would be. I mean, you can't though. I mean, you can't do it. I mean, if his estate says yes, and you toss him some money, put it on a special edition. Yeah, and I suppose. And the movie with I don't know his brother voicing the rest or something. Yeah, I'm sure Kevin will take that paycheck. He's I'm still sure working he on the would buddy's top. Take just about any paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> um, how was your guys' weekend? Uh, it was it was good. I started a little rocky. I sent you guys that video. It it started off with me coming home from working in the office all week last week, um, in in a monsoon, and having to figure out how to get my new laptop into the house without uh, it getting soaked in water. So I did that successfully, and then I look out the window, and there there are full blown ponds in my backyard. And we've talked about it before. I have two drains on my side of the property that directly affect my next door neighbor the eastern european guy and i look out the window and there are there's five six inches of water sitting all down the fence line over those drains and i'm like so did these fucking clog up and i had no idea so me and sarah trudge outside in like boots and and winter coats and i'm like got my hand in the freezing cold trying to find the drains in the first place just ripping shit out trying to find any leaves couldn't we were out there for like 20 minutes freezing our asses off and it was like, okay, well, I guess we just can't do anything. And so that was a fun start to the weekend. It was a, an anxiety attack over some sort of Eastern European retribution. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we went to Mike Paramore's wedding on Saturday. Oh, nice. How was that? Yeah. It was way out there. It was out in Denison. And that it was far from civilization like we stayed in dover and that was like a 20 minute drive and we 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 get to the hotel at three and we're like okay we'll just call the uber immediately we didn't take into account that this area of the world does not really have uber so no uber cab companies no nobody's answering the phone so thank god we got a hold of squire who's like i'm just not going to drink that much and i'll drive us out there and then back and so we go and uh they 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 had I don't want to 
say bad things about Mike and Jen, but the worst liquor selection I've ever seen at a wedding. So I had to drink uh, Trulies, which kept me in line. That's good because I have mm-hmm. I've embarrassed Sarah pretty good at at least four or five weddings now. <laughs> so that that's yeah. what when my alter ego Scotch Man comes out, and uh, they didn't have Scotch. They they had three kinds of liquor. One was like a Bacardi clear rum with like fruit flavors in it. Then they had some sort of uh, like well vodka. I think it was like Kamchatka or something like that. And then they had oh. SoCo. And at first I'm like, oh. I, I remember not minding SoCo in college. Let's have some SoCo. SoCo is fucking gross. Yeah, dude. That's a kid's liquor. <laughs> it is disgusting. It's really <laughs> gross. And I tried to have them put Diet Pepsi in there to, you know, fix it. And it just, it did nothing. It was the sweetest of beverages uh, I've had since, since being a diabetic. So I, which actually SoCo has no sugar in it. So it was sugar free. It just somehow filled with with sweetness so then i just drank as many trulies as i could and we ended up huh oh nothing go ahead then we ended up like squire and his, his girlfriend when we left where they're like well, i think the pool at the hotel's still going to be open so we went to walmart and bought shorts and bikinis for the girls and tried to go in the pool but the uh the people staying at the pool also at, at the hotel also had the same idea as us so it was like some you know, some people from the wedding were there, but then a, a large contingent of, of white trash people staying there, and they they filled that hot tub up to the brink. Oh, that's that sucks, dude. We do that when we go out of town. We we're like we're getting a pool. We're gonna go down there. There's not gonna be anybody in there. Late night swim, and it's hit or miss, dude. It's a coin flip on who's out there or not. I've coined a new phrase for for when you go to a hotel pool and it's full of white trash. Okay, it's called the Pittsburgh soup. <laughs> Pittsburgh soup. Good. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> Some Pittsburgh soup in here. <laughs> Dude, you talked about um Soko being a kid like a you know, college kids drink. I just saw I probably sent it to you guys. Um they're calling they're mixing gallon jugs of liquor and naming it Barg. Uh, I don't know if it's, it's Barg or Barge, but it's B A R G Black or uh, Borg is what it is. Borg, Blackout Rage Gallon, and they're they're you know mixing these like high uh, proof liquors into these gallon jugs and just getting blacked out drunk on them. And I'm like, I was doing that same. I wasn't calling it Borg, but I was mixing 151 and coconut rum and all kinds of shit into a big blue chili willy, you know? And that shit was delicious, but it would destroy you. Yeah, dude. 151 is... You should never drink it. It's no. awful. It's not meant for human consumption. It is, but it isn't. Like, you, you, you're just trying to get arrested if you drink that stuff. It's I've done it once, and I was like, never again. Just I'm not doing this. This is ridiculous. When I first found out I was diabetic... I had read online that that vodka lowers your blood sugar. So I'm like, I found the loophole. I'm a genius. Because the doctors had (laughs) said, like, you really, you need to curb your drinking significantly. So I found this online in some sort of forum. And then I was going to parties. I I got a distilled water gallon jug. I poured out all the water. And then I, I would put Vladimir vodka, which was $7 for a handle. I'd take that and then Sprite Zero, mix it all up, and I'd go to parties. I just drink straight from it. 
and I'm like, I'm a fucking genius. And then I go to the doctor and I bring this up. Like I found the loophole. You should tell your other patients this. And he's like, yeah, it does. It does lower your blood sugar. So does your medication. It's very dangerous. Don't do that. And then <laughs> later on in life, I come to, <laughs> I learned that the hard way as it plummeted my blood sugar. A couple times. Once was tequila. Once was vodka. Once was tequila. Damn. Does scotch or like bourbon not do that to you? No, and there's nothing online about scientifically brown liquors being better for diabetics, but like I've never had anything close to an issue. But I'm also like better about hydrating and and, uh, eating food and just not, well, I shouldn't say not drinking a fuck ton because I still do that sometimes. Yeah, that happens. That happens. My problem is when I found out that I like liquor straight. Yes. If you take vodka, ice, and citrus, like lemon or lime, and just squeeze a bunch of it in there, let it get super fucking cold, and then you wipe the citrus around the rim, delicious. Great drink. Vodka on the rocks. But man, that shit will whoop your ass so fast. They say that there's no legs scientifically to different liquors hitting you in different ways and bringing like, like some people say whiskey makes me violent. Some people say, you know, uh, Jägermeister makes me overly affectionate. Want to break glass. Yeah. Some make you want to, you know, do dumb shit. Apparently there, there's nothing scientific that, that, that says that any liquor is going to give you a different kind of drunk. But like every time, I drink vodka and get drunk off of vodka. I have a really bad time specifically. And I get like way, way too fucking into my, my own feelings. And like, I'm just easily pissed off and offended by everything. Like I hate drinking vodka just because of what it does to me for some reason. Yeah. That must be in your head. Cause I, I believe that it's alcohol. It's not, yeah. it's not changing your mood. So no, no, I'm pretty happy all the time when I'm drunk. Doesn't matter what it Black is. Vodka is also disgusting. That like people say it doesn't yeah. have a taste. It has a taste. It tastes like rubbing alcohol. It's gross. Yeah, I can't stand vodka. It's not bad if you mix it. I hate it. Vodka soda, vodka tonic. Nope. No, nope. none of it. I don't like it. Nah. it still tastes like vodka. I put whiskey in my uh, Bloody Marys. I do that. Well, if if I like Bloody Marys, but yeah, that's just booze salsa. Yeah, we've talked about this. I'm anti fucking Bloody Mary too. I wish I liked them. I just think it's gross. I think it's very gross. My alcoholic breakfast drink is just uh, Jameson and black coffee. Hmm, It's delicious. I'll check that out. I've never done that. I just I like to enjoy my coffee as coffee. I don't need to add booze to it. Add booze to it. It's nice. Why? I'm not getting drunk in the morning. I'm I'm drinking the coffee to counteract the booze, you know? Now, I will drink them at night, but the, the only time I'll drink alcohol in the morning uh, is like on vacation. Like when we went to Florida, wake up, get us started. Let's get going. Yeah. I won't even drink in the morning on vacation. So at, at brunch, you never drink alcohol? Well, I mean, brunch is like 11. I'm talking about like out of bed, cup of coffee, drink. Yeah, but I also get up at 11. 
Fair, fair. So you're up there. I'm, I guess I'm having my morning, and I'm having a coffee. I'm watching the news. I'm taking a shit. I'm just easing into the day. Yeah, on vacation, I'm typically waking up 9, 10, 1030. And then uh, from at that point, around 11 is when I'll start drinking. Nice. I think we're going to go to Niagara Falls this weekend, actually. Look at you. Yeah. Exotic d- locales. U.S. Yeah, side dude. or Canadian side? Ca- Canadian side. Oh, you got the passports ready? Yeah, we got passports. I'm about to have to get a passport because me and Sarah are going to Europe. Oh, oh hell yeah, shit. dude. When are you doing right. that? Uh, September. So Sarah works for a multinational company, and they are having their worldwide sales meeting in England, in London. So I'm. she's going to go there for a few days, and then I'm going to fly in afterwards meet up with her. We'll spend one, maybe two nights in London. And then we're going to go to Edinburgh, Scotland and then Belfast, Ireland. Nice. nice. So you're, you're going to stay in the United Kingdom. Is that? Yeah. We just, we don't have the time or the money to fully travel around Europe. Oh man. But I mean, we've got at least one or two nights of uh, hotel and her entire flights taken care of. That's sweet. Yeah. So it's kind of a once in a lifetime thing for this to be handled like that. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, man. How long are you over there? I'll probably be there for a week to 10 days. Oh, man. You should, you got enough time, dude. You should, and it's travels over there is fairly affordable. Like Ryanair, you should, you should hop over to somewhere. Maybe not like crazy far, but Spain is fucking super cool. And close. Germany is where I would prefer. If I had a, another one to throw in there, Germany or Switzerland is where I'd prefer. I mean, Amsterdam, dude. There's always that, yeah. Dude, but I it, mean, it, at this point, you know, the, other than the whores, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we got plenty of weed over here. Well, it's not even like the weed. Like it's 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 just a it's a gorgeous city. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, minus the drugs, it's it's a great time. Good eats. Uh, yeah, dude. It's Are other city. drugs legal there? Yeah, I, I, you can take psychedelics there, mushrooms. Oh, that was awesome. They've got well, these too. <laughs> I, uh, I know you, you, you fucking gluten free, but like they just have little Dutch French fry stands everywhere. They eat mayonnaise on all their French fries too. I like mayonnaise French fries, but like not. I don't love regular mayonnaise, but like a garlic aioli. That's that shit is. I prefer that. That's better than ketchup. I like ketchup and mayonnaise. Yeah, dude, it's good. It's you like good. fancy sauce? What's fancy sauce? From Step Brothers. She mixes like ketchup and I think ranch and mayonnaise. And makes yeah. them as fancy sauce. You don't remember that? No. I don't remember anything, Brian. I don't Is know. that like a deleted scene? I think it might be. Because I don't remember that being. I think it might be from the the extended version. Well, dude, that's fucking sweet, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, and then we're also trying to plan a trip to Hawaii. Damn. Yeah, Sarah wants to get our globe trotting out of the way before we start doing the baby thing. Yeah, that's probably a great idea. Yep. But it's also very expensive, and so are babies. So we're gonna. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pushing cash right out the door. 
Ah, dude, just get a credit card and don't pay it back. Fuck, the world's going to end, dude. You see all these trade derailments? Uh, <laughs> that was my house. I was like, fuck it, dude. I treated it like it was a bowl game when I was in college. I was like, let's go to Europe. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I ran my credit card up in 2011. Dude, it's like, it's not, it's, it's going to fall. The, the, the bottom's going to fall out. Fuck it. Yeah. There's numerous times where I was like, I'm going to stop paying my student loans. There's too much crazy shit. The COVID, I, w- I was like, what are we doing? What are we paying bills for? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we still haven't had to go back to paying uh, student loans. Oh, that's nice. Like, I'm on income-based repayment. That's real nice. Have you had to pay your loans? Yeah, I didn't stop, though. I didn't stop working. So, like... I didn't stop working. But, like, are yours <laughs> private loans? No, they're public. And why'd you keep paying? I, w- I want to get rid of them. Mine are never going away. I guess that's the difference. Mine is such an unrealistic number at this point that I will n- actually never pay it back. Good. Good. So there's no point in me. Like, I could have put money in, but with interest, I'd have been right back at the same number within two years. Yeah, that sucks, man. They get you, dude. They get you. Dude, I'm hoping that Sleepy Joe loan forgiveness comes through. Like, I, I've qualified, and I would have took it a big chunk of it. I think it's in the Supreme Court now, and that's uh, Republican dominated. So I think it's going to get shot down. I think we're all pretty fucked. That sucks, dude. I was like, come on. Come on, Joe. Wake up. I didn't get a cash for Clunker. I'll just get some of this loan forgiveness. It would be tight, dude. I didn't get shit. Mm -mm. Like, just like you, I mean, you didn't collect any unemployment over, over COVID. I didn't collect, I collected two weeks worth when I got furloughed. That was it. Some people were just living fat and easy. Oh my god, it was glorious, <laughs> dude! I've been, the amount of months I've been unemployed in my life, like on unemployment, is a lot. It's like, I mean, I want to say like three, three and a half years, maybe. Damn. Well, I used to work for the unemployment office, and yeah, they only hired us as intermittents. So we would work like during the busy season. We would work five days a week. The rest of the year, we would work like three days a week. We were still getting paid like $18 an hour. This is back in the early 2000s. And uh, so it was fucking glorious. Most of the time, I'd work three days a week. I think my rent was 100 bucks. You know, I was making a shit ton of money and having tons of free time. And then, uh, you know, it would get real, real busy. And then it would get real, real slow. And they'd lay us off for, you know, two, three, four months at a time. And we were, we would collect unemployment while we were laid off. But you'd only get and like 60%, right? Yeah. But again, you know, bills were super low, um, you know, that kind of thing. And it was fucking glorious. I, the one time I was unemployed for like a year and a half, uh, I think I played 40 hours of Battlefield 2. I played Battlefield 2 like it was my fucking job. <laughs> Fantastic. Dude, people always say, like, you would, like, get sick of not working. Like, I don't think I would. I've never not worked since I was, like, 15. I've had a job. I took 10 weeks off when I first went to college, my first 10 weeks of college, and then I got a job. I would love to not have a job for six months. Oh, my God. I don't think I'd get sick of it at all. No. Never. I yeah, think no. I could happily, if, if somebody just gave me the money, I'd happily retire right fucking now. Yeah. Easy. Easy. I think that's a, I think it's just a dumb thing to say, oh, you're going to get bored. 
I mean, these old people do get bored. Like, Yeah, because they wrap their entire fucking personality and purpose in life up into a fucking job. Uh, not many of us have that. So un- unless, like, your actual fulfillment in life comes from you doing your day job, then no, you probably won't get sick of it. But if you wrapped up everything about yourself, if your whole personality... Like, I, I was at, at work last week, and people are sitting there after hours... And I'm just wrapping some shit up and like they've got some drinks sitting at the office and all they talked about was, was dumpsters. And I'm like, oh, guys, you you guys talk about this like when you don't have to? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, no. I don't really talk lunch lady too much. No. That's why, I, that's what I like about this job that I'm at is like once once it's done, I'm doing anything else. Yeah. That's nice. You got to turn it off, dude. You got to turn it off. I absolutely do. Uh, we're flying through this hour, guys. And, and then there's me taking calls during Settlers of Catan. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk as fuck having to call customers and be like, hey, we're scheduled to come out and take a look. We got to get another game on the books. Get Allison over here. Yeah, yeah. We bought the game and it's packaged. Like, do you want to play it? I was like, there's only two of us. There is a two-player like card game version of it that we have. It's fun. It's just not nearly as fun. Yeah, I've been playing on my phone a lot. You guys could play against each other on your phone. Have a third player be a computer. Yeah, I, I we could, we could. I don't know. Um, no, what was I gonna fucking say? Yeah, but how do you trade cards? You can do it in the game. Okay, let's figure it out. Maybe we'll do that. So she's not coming in. Although that's not a hard game to pick up on. She's not stupid. No. I, we can get her, you know, one of those practice rounds and then go from there. I'm sure you could use another practice round. No, dog. I'm fucking good to go. <laughs> I'm good to go. <laughs> well, let's do extracurriculars and uh, play some Catan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was laughing because, like, I'll play the game and, like, you and Sarah would be, like, six fucks. Eight fucks, seven fucks, or not, you know, like when you're playing. Uh-huh. And I've caught myself doing that. Yeah. Or, like, or I'll just go, fuck you, pay me. Fuck you, pay me. Yeah. You know, this is funny. <laughs> it brings out the worst in you. Like, it's, it's a very simple, non-violent kind of game, but it brings out a real, real fucking violent streak in you. Yeah, I'm cussing out AI on a regular basis now. Fuck you, Candomir. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I went to the Cavs Pistons game. Oh yeah, Saturday of violence. Didn't you get into some uh, little something? Yeah, zombie? yeah, dude. So my buddy Jenkins Insurance guy, Jenkins Roscoe. Insurance. Yeah, Roscoe Jenkins Insurance. He's got season tickets, and part of his tickets I've sat in. They're like mid level, lower deck, uh, in one of the corners. But then he got half of his tickets are the. First seats, not the folding chairs, but the first like stadium seats back in like the corner uh, under the other basket. And it's kind of like tucked back, but uh, like they're really cool seats. You're up close. Um, The amount of people that just walk around during an NBA game is insane. Like it was hard to watch the game because there's just so many people walking around down there in the tunnel, whether it's just people coming to and from their seats down there. Or just, like, people working the game. Like, it's distracting. So, like, it was cool. He actually said they're going to move up next year because of it. But the he's got 
seats three and four. And the other two seats, he's like, half the season they're empty. You know, there must be some, like, corporate tickets or whatever that they give away. And this older couple, they, they were probably 60-something. They sat there, and I'm sitting next to this woman. And we're just talking. Like, I'm not talking to her. Josh is a tiny man. I'm kind of, like, leaned over talking to him the whole time. I'm a big guy. Like, I get it. When I go to a sporting event, I, I typically, hey, guys, I'm sorry. Let me buy you a beer. You know, I try to, I try to be like make friends because I, I know I'm a fat fuck, you know, but this had nothing to do. I mean, it did, but so we're sitting there and it's like halfway through the third quarter, maybe. And she goes, she taps me and she goes, I need you to watch your language. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what I said. Like, I'm just bullshit with my buddy. You know, we're having a couple beers and, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what did I say? And I'm like, I don't say anything, but I'm trying to be respectful and then Josh says, asshole. And her head goes like this and like snaps over and just like, she's one of these women, like she's a bona fide Karen where her nostrils are like permanently flared. Like, so she looks over and I was like, you're mad about asshole. You said she, that? Yeah. Oh, oh, dude. Yeah. Because I was like kind of taking it back. I was like, did I say like cunt or fuck? Yeah. You know, like what word did I say to trigger it off? And. I, I go, I looked at her, I go, lady, they say asshole on CBFs. Like, <laughs> and I was like, Josh, like, what's going on? I was like, she's mad because you said asshole. And she said, I, we need to watch our language. And so Josh is just saying the most vile words like, for the rest of the game. Now. And uh, so it's like midway through the second quarter. And we're like, let's go get a beer. Let's take a piss. Let's beat the halftime rush. So we stand up and we walk out. And she's mad. She, she, I don't think she realized Josh is cussing. And this lady's fat, too. Like, she's not as fat as me, but she's fat. Like, it's not like she's, like, a small woman, and I'm just, like, sitting there, just like fucking Jabba the Hutt. Like, her husband, they say, you guys need to switch seats. He's too fat to sit next to her. And he's, they said that to my buddy. And he what? tells me this. Yeah, and he goes, do you want to switch seats? And I go... Fuck that. No, I don't. So, like, we go down, and I was being polite and, like, kind of turning. And I just sit in, like, king of the castle, dude. And I'm just, like, <laughs> sitting there now. And, um. Oh, no. Did you man's spread on her? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, gotta I let can't. breathe. And I'm just, like, kind of taken back. Well, I can't even spread out that much because I am fat and, like, it's not a lot of room. But, like, I look down. I did. Dave, you've probably done this. Brian, you've probably done this. You're a big dude. Like on an airplane or somewhere tight. Like you do that line test where you see like, where is my half of the fucking thing? And I looked over and I was like, I am in my fucking area. Like I'm not pouring over into her seat. I fucking, I'm leaning the other way. I'm pouring into Josh's seat. I am fat enough to do that. But I, I'm shifting the weight. I'm like, I'm not even, she's in my area, bitch. So the Cavs fucking go on a huge run in like the third quarter. And uh, <laughs> we get up to leave. And I don't know what made me say it, but I go, uh, we get up and I go, we're like, we're leaving. Uh, we're going to go. We're going to leave. We ended up going to hilarities. We wanted to catch the late show. So we had to kind of, it was like we left because of her. Um, Josh is a big comedy fan. So we were going to go see Vecchione. Vecchione is great. Yeah, dude. It was a fun show. Um, but I get up and I, I just looked at her. I go, I'm sorry I'm so fucking fat. <laughs> and then I said, and then I said, 
I tried to kill myself last week and I walked out of the arena. <laughs> I, just, I just left her with that, dude. Just left her hang on that. It's just, I tried yes. to kill myself last week and the oh. ceiling broke. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I just said I tried to kill myself last week. <laughs> and walked out. And just oh, that's let amazing. This, let this woman just, and I didn't say it loud or like, aggressive or raised my voice. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm so fucking fat. I did try to kill myself last week and just walked out of the arena. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> what a fucking child that lady was to, to be angry about like curse words, like especially like asshole, but even like fuck who cares? Who cares? These are the same people that are complaining about cancel culture and shit like that. And the words they can't say, but we can't say fucking asshole. Fuck you. Well, yeah. They were, they were older and I, you know, we were sitting there talking about it openly, and I was like, yeah, these fucking liberals, you know, I was like, you, you could tell they're like Fox News every night, people. And uh, Josh was like, I hope this cunt never goes to a Browns game, for Christ's sakes. And you just, you know, I mean, but you, it's true, you don't, you hear much worse than a Browns game. Absolutely. But you, you should be enough of a fucking adult to know that, you know, I, you know, I, I kind of get around kids, kind of. And even then, it's like, I don't want to, you know, say things that are going to fuck your kid up if you're working hard to raise them a certain way. You know, if you're at home and you're letting words slip and then you're out and you're, you're trying to tell people not to say shit, then you're a fucking asshole. But, like, if you are at home and you are successfully curbing your words to not have your kids say them, okay, I don't want to ruin that for you. Respect. But if you're an adult, you're already a grown person, fuck you. No kids around. Not Not a kid within... 10 seats. You know what I mean? Like either way, there was no kids around 10. I mean, I didn't see any kids. Um, Josh at one point, what did he say? Oh, that song to the window, to the wall, to the, the sweat, sweat dropped drop, drop, down my balls. She's sitting there like dancing, like kind of like bobbing to it. And Josh, Josh leads over and goes, you know this song's about coming in somebody's face, right? <laughs> I don't think she could hear him. Like she was old, so like she was only hearing me. But we were just like laughing. Like this song's about coming in somebody's face, and you're dancing to it. Like, dude, Josh gets zero fucks. There's nothing funnier than watching the bride and groom's grandparents dance to that song at weddings, because it's it always happens. You know, it's like the family's out there dancing, and then that song comes on. And it's all these old white people. <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. Yes, yes, it is. It is. It's so good. I wanted to play that as part of like our, you know, private reception room. Sarah had us make a playlist, and she's like, "All the songs have to be about love." And I'm like, "Can they just be awesome?" <laughs> yeah, because I really want to play "Get Low." And she's like, "No, you can't play that." That song came out when I turned 18 and I could go to strip clubs. And I just remember going to all the strip clubs. And that song was the number one banger at the strip club. I remember dancing to that as like a freshman and sophomore. Yeah, it was that time. It was awesome. I went on spring break and the it was the thong song. Ooh. And uh, forgot about Dre. It was like the, those were the two songs that played over and over and over and over again. Those are great songs. Yeah, dude. I remember in Panama City Beach, that's where we went, like, our senior trip. And I remember just, like, hyping, like, my boy up to, like, one of the strippers. Like, you know, he's got a full ride to Ohio State. He's playing running back. 
And the stripper's like, oh, I'm doing this. I have to go through college. I was like, dude, I didn't think they really said that, but they did. <laughs> a right. tale as old as time. Yeah. You guys got anything coming up? Um, April 1st. April 1st. April 1st? Oh, that's right, dude. We're going back to Lima. Going, going back, back to Lima. Lima. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I got Westles on uh, Thursday as well, or is it Wednesday? I think it's Thursday. Westles in Willoughby. We're doing a, a barstool show though. That'll be fun. We didn't talk about any sports other than that Cavs game on this episode. Uh, Derek Carr signed with the Saints. Yeah, and then I, did you guys pay attention to the combine at all? No, no, we don't have a pick. Well, I know C.J. Stroud was throwing fucking. Apparently, he threw absolute dimes. Yeah, uh, the whole Bryce time. Young didn't throw, and he showed up at two oh four, and that's with him like bulking up. So we'll see what he like actually shows up to his pro day at when he's got to run and shit. But like, I don't know, man. If if I was trading up for that first overall pick, I'm going C.J. Stroud all day, and then Anthony Richardson is probably going to be a top ten pick now, even though he threw for fifty three percent. And like 16 touchdowns in his one year as a starter, um, he looked ridiculous. He he set the uh, vertical leap record for quarterback since 2003, when they started like keeping track of that shit. He ran like a four four five or something like that, and he's like six foot four, 240 pounds. It'll be interesting because yeah. like, those guys have busted, and some of those guys have been very good. Everybody just keeps going. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. Project quarterback. You'll get him, but if, if you can fine-tune him, he'll be like nothing anybody's seen before. Well, good luck with that because you got to have a good staff. for jo- Josh Allen in Cleveland fucking blows. Like, that's... He never would have become Josh Allen. No, not at all. Yeah, dude, how... And I heard, like, the height on Bryce Young, like, was very, like, short compared to what they were listing him at, like, even for football standards. Like, was he five, like... Under 5'10", like just shy of 5'10", maybe? Yeah, he's like Kyler Murray, but not as thick. Oh, dude, he was good in college, but man. Good at Alabama. Yeah, their line was down this year, though. Like, he was running a lot for his life and, like, making plays. Like, yeah, if he would have had a good line, he probably would have been a lot better. Still won the Heisman. Yeah, I know. I know. It's hard. I mean, maybe with now that they're protecting quarterbacks with the rules, maybe he can get away with shit. We'll see. Let's just hope he doesn't get into war zone. <laughs> Is there anything else? Sports news note? Jackson Mahomes being criminally investigated. Yeah, Jackson Mahomes was accosting a woman. Isn't he gay, though? Is he gay? I don't know. Looks, looked like he was drunk and trying to force this chick to make out with him, grabbing her head with both of his hands and shit. Huh, I didn't know he was maybe gay. He, Maybe I'm just assuming based off of everything about him. He, the memes that came out. Oh, clarifies he's people. not gay on YouTube. Wow, come on now. What about the memes? Just of people crying while they're dancing. And they're they're like oh Jackson Holmes when he, when he's in jail, and it's you know people doing TikTok dances while they're crying and shit. It's pretty funny. 
I don't really pay that much attention to that dude at all. So I don't. I just know he's kind of annoying. People don't like him. Oh, he's super annoying. I know his chick, uh, his wife or girlfriend is annoying too. His yeah, Patrick Mahomes' wife. She's yeah. super annoying. Yeah. Eh, I guess doesn't matter. He's fucking the man. So you can have all these nitwits between them. Oh yeah, there was the John Morant stuff, where like he got accused of pulling a gun on a kid. And then he was, like, making finger gun motions, like, off the bench, like, hopping around. Uh, He pulled out an actual gun in a video at a strip club, too. <sighs> Idiot. I've, it, it, I've seen these, this one video that's been making the rounds. I think I know where you're going. The one with the, where, like, it's the Eminem from yeah. 8 Mile talking about how he went to a private school and his parents are still together and they have a loving marriage and like <laughs> his real name's Tamaris. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, you know, I don't know why this guy decided to adopt this personality, but uh yeah, he's fucking up big time. That's a bad look. Especially with that new Nike shoe coming out. Yeah. These sneaker companies, they got to get rid of these guys. I mean, it's happened a couple times now. Um what else is there? Oh, there's that kid from uh, Alabama that gave his teammate the fucking weapon and he killed somebody with and he's still playing. I don't know the whole story. I, I don't he, know like, the whole story either. I just know he like they're they making a big fuss about it and then he came out and dropped 38 like he fucking just balled out. Yeah. <laughs> and then fucking uh, Jalen Carter too. Right, right as all the, the draft stuff, stuff starts happening, he might be the number one prospect in the draft. He might not go number one, but he might be the best player in the draft this year. And uh, that one player that got in the car crash and died from Georgia, uh, they're saying that he was drag racing against Jalen Carter when that happened. So they're they're bringing him into everything. Yeah, man. I don't know. Dude, that's a tough thing to pin on him, though. I mean, you were being dumb kids. Like It wasn't like he purposely did it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i for being hard on drag racing. Like, that shit is crazy dangerous when you're going over 100 and, like, weaving through cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, you're, it's fucking terrible. Were they on the interstate doing it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, dude. Difference between that and then taking a fucking, like, I think Pontiac. it might not even have been the interstate. I think it was just a road. Boo. Busy? Because, like, I know, like, in the country, you take cars out and you're fucking... Rip down a country road or something, you know. Shouldn't do that either. Holy shit, there's no fucking lights. Eh. You country boys and your bullshit. Country boy can survive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, when I was 16 to 19, I drove like a wild maniac. Uh, there was one time me and my friend raced back from Columbus. We were doing like 110 miles an hour. In oh, our idiots. Chevy Cavaliers. Yeah, I think he had a Chrysler Sebring convertible. We were fucking cooking. Yeah, we we did one twenty in a Cadillac one time, um, and they were like weaving through traffic. My buddy was racing on the freeway a uh, uh, Mercedes, and I did not like it at all. No, it's not fun to be a passenger with no. your friends driving like a dickhead. Uh huh. Yeah, dude. I I got a buddy Pete. My buddy Pete, dude. He drives like a dickhead. Like I refuse to even get into a car with him now. Sober, dead sober. He's driving like a fucking asshole. Apparently. Like, I'm not riding with him. I'm not riding with him. I'm not riding with him. 
Apparently, my grandfather used to read the newspaper while driving. <laughs> like, fuck texting and driving. He had a full-blown newspaper out. Who <laughs> would read the newspaper while driving a car? That goddamn Marmaduke. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. We're going to try to do a live podcast on Lima, too. Just trying to figure out where to do that. And, uh, it's exciting. Yeah, it'll be fun. Where's the show at? Is it that same Jilly's? Yeah. Awesome. That that comic book store in the back? Yeah, that was awesome the first time. I can't wait. Yeah, you know, we've been selling out shows there a lot. They said like the Damn. crowd has been like when it cleared, I was like, make sure you you advertise this as a dirty show or a rated R show because uh Dave Dave is a beast that cannot be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can you try killed to control there last it. time though. Yeah, that's why I was. I, I thought about doing like a choose your own adventure. Like this next joke will be one of two things that you guys decide what it's going to be about. You know, damn! Look at you is getting all about, conceptual. Dude, he's a wizard, some, dude. He's a wizard. Is it some, is it some, you know, fucking monstrosity of a picture that I'm going to paint for you, or do you want something light and kitschy? You know, <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. No, you don't. You do do you, man? Just, yeah, be Dave. Bring that Goku ball or whatever. Fushigi. <laughs> Fushigi. Fushigi. Fushigi, my knees. <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it, guys. All right, go Cleveland.
Just like 